Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello and welcome to Loose Units, Loose Ends, the weekly spin-off podcast where Dad and I try and keep sane during lockdown. Now, Dad, at this point, Melbourne has emerged from lucky day number five. We are currently dodging the spicy cough at every given corner and i'm sad to say that everyone's very sad to say that sydney has been put into another four weeks of lockdown how are you and mum feeling over there well i could be very very dishonest and say that i'm just tickety poo and rickapoody and a fan doogly what are you talking about yeah exactly okay but i'm not so i woke up i am you know how we talk about glass half full glass half empty people and you say your glass is overflowing but Paul, I guess my glass is the- continually overflowing mm. Yesterday morning, I woke up and I just had this twinge and and it's something I can't really describe. I sort of just sat on the side of the bed. Mm -hmm. It was dark outside and I just had this kind of, uh, in fact, listeners, you're the first to hear about it and Paul because I didn't say anything to Christine because I don't like to bring her down because she works in a particularly stressful, traumatic job that is emotionally incredibly demanding. So I don't like to sort of weigh her down i mean she's doing it tough she hasn't seen two of her children funnily enough my children too um we haven't seen Anne in two years and we haven't seen mark in two years two years is a long time it's pretty intense yeah and when you start to get okay we're both in our 60s and everyone it's not an einsteinian theory but it was pointed out to me in the last six months by a friend and he explained to me and it kind of was like being whacked in the back of the head with a brick it was so basic yet it's one of those things I've never thought about and it's of course if you're 10 years old and two or three years are snatched out of your life yeah it's not actually that big a deal statistically speaking however if you are 60 and two years are taken out of your life, i.e. you don't get to see your kids for two years, and let's hypothesize, and I hate doing this, but let's imagine you live to 80, two or three years out of 20 years is a, is a lot more than two or three years out of 70 years. You're making me do maths at this point. My point but being I, I, that it's a lot closer to... I hate you, to, It's just so yes. surreal to say this, Paul, but it's, it's a mathematical fact that you have less time. What you're saying is that if you have uh, a finite period of time left on this earth and it's mm. being gobbled up by COVID, yeah, mm. I get that. Yeah, and, it's, and I'm sitting on the end of my bed, not on the end, on the side of my bed, and I'm sure. sort of just thinking, and I, I, I had no control over this sort of 
Paul of um Hello. Oh Paul Tommy. of um Yes. It's funny I knew you were gonna say that. It's so funny. <laughs> um you're so quick. I love it. The repartee. Um but Paul Yep. I just Wait. kind of oh, P-A-L-L? For fuck's sake, Paul. Oh <laughs> uh, anyway. A sense of um something or other. Sure. I, I just I just thought felt I felt a bit sad actually. You- you, what you had was what I had a couple of weeks back. I was doing totally fine. And then I was, yeah, it was sunny outside and I was trapped inside and I just had this terrible existential weight crushing down on me and I went, mm. oh, cool. Yeah. Everything's, so I, yeah. And I kind of, um, I'm, I, look, you know, it's a, it's a fine line we all tread in life between sort of denying something or rationalizing or, you know, I, I'm such a, po- I am so positive it almost scares me. It's I'm almost, s- it, yeah, it's. But is it real? I mean, or is it a form of combustion that you use to prepare yourself no, past no, things? No, look in the world of antiques, there are the there are a couple of people that own big auction houses in Sydney that have been going. Well, some of them have been going since the mid nineteenth century. Now, obviously, these people are not from that period. They're the descendants. You could have Otherwise, like a Dorian Gray situation going. Just don't sell those fucking paintings. True. True. Um. But um, people constantly say to me they cannot believe my level of enthusiasm. It they, it's like it's like kind of meeting. You know, in those time warp films where someone travels in time and then they meet someone who's now really really old, but the old person looks at the really young person and can't believe, and they go like in the Time Machine by H.G. Wells and. He goes into the future and they look at him and they go, hang on a sec, but you haven't aged. And I'm, that's a little bit like me with enthusiasm. Uh, but you know but- what's funny is that sometimes... You, okay, I worry that you think you are more enthusiastic than you are, but you're saying that, no, this is backed up by other people. Oh, 100%. I, I regularly am told by people... Because if you're in a business... Like, let's say you're a doctor for 40 or 50 years. Now, I've been dealing in antiques for 40 years, so I've, I have these lifelong contacts, and I have watched these people get older, but I was at an older... But I was at an auction house in Sydney yesterday as I was 40 years ago. I, I just... It enthralls me. I love it. I'm very passionate. Um, but occasionally, even I kind of it starts to uh, to wear you down, and we've just been given another four weeks, and it's the Delta virus, which is horrendously um, contagious. Um, funnily enough, in the eastern suburbs where we are, we're kind of living at the moment in kind of a pretty what appears to be a fairly safe area. Um, but I. I just went down to the garbage area, um, and I wore a mask. I'm started, and then I come back inside, and I forgot to take my mask off. And I actually walked out onto the balcony, and people were looking at me, like thinking, "Why is this guy wearing a mask on his balcony?" And then I realised that it's becoming a part of my life. Yeah. And then I met up with a friend yesterday for coffee in the afternoon, and there was a little bit of sort of stress, parking time, and I actually went to order um, a coffee, and I was the only person at the coffee shop outside on, on the <clears throat> on the footpath and um, I forgot my mask. 
And I was the only person. I felt terrible. And then I was just couldn't think about placing my order for a coffee. The only thing I could think about, I, I became obsessed with getting back to the car and getting that mask on. So it's kind of uh, you know what's interesting though is there was a um there was a friend of mine on Twitter who was saying that his daughter was watching Frozen Two I think and she was asking him why no one in the film was wearing masks because you know she's like three and a half or four so basically her entire life you know wow. with any kind of recall she's mm. seen people with masks <clears throat> amazing. Uh, and it's it's starting to become normal. Mm. I, I I really hope it finishes soon. I mean, but look, speaking of masks and speaking of masks in public or the distinct lack thereof, last episode we touched on the protests, mm. um, on the anti-vax protests happening in Melbourne and Sydney. Mm. Now, uh, I've, mm, I think, Paul, these- also you've got to tread relatively not... I think you, when we talk about these... Really, really big topics. Yeah. <clears throat> One thing I'm always aware of, Paul, and I've always tried to be aware of this in the podcasts that we've been doing for a long time, is to be acutely aware yeah. that A, we have a lot of listeners. Yes, we do. B, we have a worldwide coverage. Mm-hmm. And C, we all have different viewpoints. Oh, I completely respect that. But science isn't a uh, subjective thing. And that's the problem with these. Mm. With I, these I, I have a real... Paul, I was thinking about this and I was going to come up with an example, which I have not done as my mm-hmm. homework that I set myself. But what I wanted to do was yeah. pose a ridiculous, insane, totally out of this world, crazy, mixed up, bizarre premise... I wanted to submit that premise and I wanted to have an a, a, like an A and a B, a positive and a negative premise, submit both of them to Google. And I can guarantee you and the listeners that what you seek, you find on the internet. In other words, people that, that believe in something, they're, going, they're not going to go and find information that's going to refute that, they're going to go out and find information to back up their own premise. Is that right? It's called confirmation bias. Correct. And I think everyone... Look, let's take fasting, for example. I mean, if I Google negative things about fasting, all the negativity will come up. If I Google all the positive things about fasting, all the positive things will come up. Yeah, but it's like focus group testing. What you need to actually do is go, uh, what are the pros and cons of fasting, right? Agree, agree, totally. And, and then what you get is a balanced thing. But I mean, mm. the fact is that like, look, this is this is not, it's not really up for debate. The the anti-vax movement is dangerous and stupid and was founded on a hoax, like a, like a con man back in the 90s, mm. a literal con man. I've just finished I- doing a shitload of it. Like I watched a BBC documentary based on the investigative reports of the guy who actually like dug this guy up. This hack was hired by a lawyer to create, to drive people towards an alternative medicine vaccine program to make money. And there was this insane series of lawsuits. The whole thing has been completely discredited. And it's literally just, it started this movement, which is, it's like it's Mm. killing children. But also, I I concur, but I think what one needs to realise is that with the Sydney situation last weekend, there were numerous groups within the mass. There were lots and lots of different groups. Um, there were people that were frustrated um, 
I mean, imagine being a tradesman. The fr- no, no, Dad, please. The frust- I just want people to really understand the frustration I get. I mean, the government should be paying people to stay at home, basically. It's, like, it, it's been proven that works. You, just pay, you pay people to stay home, right? Mm. And you vaccinate the shit out of them. And, and that's it. But the fact is that the people aren't being, especially in specific uh, areas of work, aren't being financially supported the way they should be. So so they're sitting there going, well, I have to work. Mm. Um, and then they're on Facebook and they're getting fed this toxic bullshit by mm. misinformation idiots. And then so it's, you know, I don't blame people for being frustrated. And financially, no one really is being properly supported right now. So I can, I get that side of things and I get mm. that people's industries have been shut down. Believe me, I'm in Victoria. Like I get, I get the frustration about lockdowns. Mm. Um, I've got like the entire arts sector got completely gutted. Terrible. You know, like com- completely gutted. It's mm. like well, practically zero fucking support. And that's, you know, so I, I understand. I've got friends who are, you know, unemployed now. Mm. Um, but, you know, you, at the same time, if the reason you are marching is that you think vaccines give people autism, then you're a fucking idiot. Mm, but the, but no, my point was that there are lots of groups within that three thousand who had differing views about. There may well have been. There may have been people that have been vaccinated that just were there for. I mean, I just couldn't believe that people brought their children along to a situation that became very much out of control, very violent, and um, I think that was irresponsible. So bringing um, your children during a pandemic into an unmasked mass of people breathing heavily and kind of in close but I, contact. I, 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 I didn't even see it from that perspective, Paul. I saw it from the perspective of subjecting young children to very traumatic events. Absolutely. Um, that, that if I had have subjected you three kids when you were little to, um, I just think that's grossly irresponsible for that type of, when you've got some really hardcore people within that um, that sort of group and and the word on the street up in sydney is that there's going to be another um mass demonstration this saturday and for listeners that'll be tomorrow um if they're in australia when you're listening and you know the police are doing everything they can uh and the police did did make it very very clear to everybody prior to this event last week that they are very much into people being able to demonstrate that it's almost a tr- tradition in Sydney and Melbourne where you have demonstrations all the time. However, you know, the police don't just pull this thing out of their ass and go, well, you know, we just, we're just going to say no. No, it was based on public health uh, orders set down by people. And, Paul, one of the great analogies that I like to use, and I'm, I, I've probably said it to you before, but I need to say it again, and I... I had a bit of a, a, not an argument, but I was having a discussion with someone at an auction house and he he has clearly said, you know, he's just not getting vaccinated. And yet his business is about to close because of this very problem. I just said, why aren't you going to get vaccinated? And he's, cause I said, look what's happening to your business. You're on the verge of collapse. And he said, well, I'd, I'd read something. I'd heard something on, um, on I'd heard something on an American um, site and I said, what site was that? And he told me, and it was fairly obscure. And I just said to him, look, I said, if you have a sore tooth, I said, who do you go and see? And he said, well, I go to the dentist. I said, well, why don't you see a plumber or an electrician? Why would you put your faith in a dentist? What could it be? Because they know about teeth. So I said, I always default in my life to the experts. And in this particular case, the experts are the medical people. Although... 
I guess I have a slight problem with one of the things that I hear a lot lately, and that is that the media are continually saying, in relation to people that are, say, under 40, go and see your doctor and get advice. Now, Paul, that's a weird thing to say, because who goes to their doctor to get advice about something? You've got to pay for it. And then, do you know what I'm saying? Uh, if you find a kind of bulk bill yeah, place. A lot of places don't around here. And I just think, are people really prepared just to fork out $80 up front, go and sit with the doctor to discuss something, and with no with no sort of definite outcome? To me, that well, was a little bit unusual, I thought. That if there were enough vaccines, if, if, if the federal government hadn't completely fumbled this thing, you would go and sit down. The vaccination program would be like the testing program where you queue up, you know, you just go and you queue up around the block and sure you have to wait a little bit. How many times have you and mum been tested so far? Um, I've been tested six times and it's, God, it's pretty radical. But you go and do it, right? You go to a center, you do it. They ask you some questions. They check to make sure you're okay. You know, you get, you know, you get kind of put through these little stages and then you leave with a certificate and you're done. That's what the vaccination programs are like in other countries. It's mm. that's what it should be like. It shouldn't be that you have to go. It's it's look. It's, it's, really it's difficult. The whole this whole thing about. Um, I think it's fair to say that a lot of countries, a lot of people, are learning on the run, um, and with the benefit of hindsight, for um, God forbid, if this or maybe even when this happens again, um, in a completely new sort of whole. Construct. Hopefully, we will be more, um, you know, sort of able to. I mean, I was sitting down last night thinking about this whole thing and thinking what we could have done, but I don't actually think that's that helpful. I mean, it's okay to to think about it and perhaps compartmentalize and store it for another time, but it's not fair to continually blame. I think blame's really, really uncool. Um, you know, I. Yeah, I think it's God. It's a really tough one. Um, I, look, I agree. I, I look. I know it's a. And people need issue. hope. People need hope. No, I know. And, I know. You know I'm it, thinking this four weeks. I mean, I mean, is that going to be enough? I mean, people need these. You need goals. I guess it's like. I mean, imagine if you started at a company and they said to you, "Look, John, or look, Paul, you're going to work here forever," and you'd go forever. And they say, yeah, that's right, you're going to work forever. As opposed to saying, look, at the age of 55 or 60, if you stay here, you're going to get, um, you know, you're going to be able to retire, whatever that means. And people like to have goals. That's, I guess, why people like um, weekends, because you can think to yourself, I'll work hard during the week. Um, and then sort of have that little sort of something to look forward to, like holidays, for example. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.
If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. I mean, holidays are um are just mind-blowing. The thought of going somewhere, seeing friends and family and it's just so so exciting, but when you've got kind of, I guess that's why they've said four weeks, so people have got this. But it's a it's a dicky one because imagine you get to four weeks and they go, you know what, it didn't work. And at eleven o'clock every day, listeners in Sydney, Premier, she makes an announcement, and sometimes Christine and myself are walking together, and we both sort of look at each other, and Christine says, I'm, I just can't look at it. And then I'll have a look at it. Then she'll say to me 20 minutes later, oh, well, what are the numbers? And I go, oh, you don't really want to know. Isn't that weird? Yeah. It's like this daily kind of thing. But I guess on a positive, we've got the Olympic Games, which is absolutely just, it's so wonderful. Um, and with a lot of people at home, um, and just everyone for your information, my two businesses, Picture Hanging and Antiques, have literally ground to a halt. I literally am getting no calls, no emails, which is kind of, it's a little bit weird, but I totally understand why people in Sydney would not have me coming into their houses. Yeah, I mean, you got to understand, I mean, it's we're all rooting for Sydney and it's it's very tricky. I mean, Tegan and I looked at our kind of calendars and in uh, Melbourne, in the CBD, we've been in lockdown for six months. Wow. As in, we've, we've spent six months since COVID started in lockdown, uh, often with a time limit on when we're allowed to leave the house mm. uh like you know there's a kind of distance limit and our, our half of our gigs being cancelled and like i you know I, I completely get it it's just really important to find ways to kind of stay sane for lack of a better word and just mm. like keep reaching out to people i know that we can't actually have people over to our house and we can't visit other people right now but we are allowed to go and exercise outdoors so this weekend we've got a bunch of friends we're going to go for a big hike together um along the Yarra and just try and kind of reconnect it's just a small group you know it's it's within the limit and we're going to kind of keep distance from each other and wear masks but just to be able to be around other people because we have been through the fucking ringer and mm. I, I don't see this ending completely anytime soon and the reason we're harping on about vaccines is because the only way to get back to normalcy is actually just you need you need herd immunity you need you know you need more people vaccinated i mean mm. on the oecd which is the list of like uh, you know countries who have got a 
Now, look, the uh, the OECD, which is the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development, mm. uh, basically is this organization and they rank countries based on their, you know, kind of healthcare and vaccinations. And percentage-wise, um, we are dead last behind every single country on their list. I wow. mean, we're below South Korea. Like, we are we are right at the bottom. We're at 13.51% mm. wow. as of as of the 27th of July. But look, look, this is not meant to be some sort of PSA episode. There's probably a lot of people out there who've got contrary opinions who are mm. getting a little irritated. The point is that Dad and I have basically been doing this show, uh, this specific show, this spin-off, uh, Loose Ends, as a way of coping with lockdowns and with the country being in this kind of COVID situation. And we've just clocked 70 episodes of this spinoff show and it's still going. So mm. I think it's pertinent to kind of check in and go like, where oh, are we definitely. mental health-wise? Oh, you know, God, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and you know, we always try and be very positive, Paul. And uh, But it's nice to, to also let people know that we're human. And oh, yeah. um, I'm sure we've demonstrated that many, many times. Well, look, I think that's enough complaining about and you know what being a little bit negative about covid and about all this lockdown stuff i think the upshot is please like if you're going to take away anything from this absolute ramble of an episode is that you you just need to check in on people and Mm, try and be positive and just understand that everyone's going through a lot of garbage Mm. right now i know i know paul um also i got to do one of my signature dishes last night did you just you haven't seen it on instagram oh you made sausages yeah paul it was the technique. I moved them round the pan. That's not a dish, you twonk. <laughs> you made, he got sausages, put them in a pan, and then kind of tossed Paul, them around. Why do you oversimplify things? Because you can't call sausages in pan signature dish. Well, th- then there was the signature dish before uh-huh. called rissoles. <sighs> anyway, we won't talk about that. But no, I'm we just won't. Let, I'm just putting it out there. See, there's all kinds of things you can do to stay sane. One is, you know, claiming that you have a signature dish when, in fact, you're just cooking sausages in a pan. Go and check out Dad's Insta story to see if this signature dish is Bon Appetit worthy. Anyway, enough ribbing, enough rousing. We're going to try and have a really fun weekend and try and take our minds off this global pandemic. Please be good to each other. We hope you're all doing well. Uh, Tune in next Tuesday for another episode of Loose Units. Have a wonderful weekend, and we'll see you soon. Bye, everyone. Cheerio. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.